rather snappy, won't you? I have some very heavy thinking to do before 10 o'clock. All right, and welcome back to yet another exciting adventure of Think Space IT, the podcast that talks about everything for small business to micro business, uh, and sometimes we jump into medium business. I'm Jason. This is Jessa, and we're gonna chat at you today about stop buying junk. <laughs> that was loud. I can't help it. I'm violent on this topic. I, I and I think most of us are because I'm sorry. Coming from oh no, no, I'm not sorry. Coming from my perspective, when I'm doing the quoting for projects and doing the procurement, seriously, stop buying crap. A, it's crap. B, it has little to no support that's worth anything. Well, we may want to backfill this a little bit here. All right. Before we just start jumping in. We're not passionate about this at all. Nope. nope. It is fine. Okay. So <laughs> what, what we're talking about, and this is this has become the bane of our existence, uh, especially with micro businesses, um, is the $20 switch you go down to your local... Uh, computer store, because I don't think I should name names. Large chain box store. Yes, where usually you feel like you're getting a buy. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, going down to your big box chain stores, they are selling product for home users, not business users. And we're going to talk a little bit today about why you need to stop it and stop it now. If you are a business, if you are a home user and don't have a super complicated network, which I know some of you out there, <clears throat> Jeff, um, uh. <laughs> who have more complicated networks in your own home, Jason, um, <laughs> you know, that that's one thing. But when you go to these stores, please, un un unless you're doing it for a quick fix until you get the right part in, which let's talk about that because you're just spending more money than you need to, don't do it for your business. Right. It's not healthy and it just wastes money. It'll also hamstring you in the long run. Um, honestly, if if you're looking for a really cheap deal on uh, switching and that kind of deal, you know, go with your entry level, you know, Cisco Arubas, Unify, all of that kind of stuff, um, and then work your way up. The consumer grade stuff, uh, which usually you can tell consumer grade access points and routers and that kind of stuff, because they're going to have a million pointy uh, things coming out of it. Antennas. And they're going to go out of their way to look, I don't know, transformer-ish. You know, like they should all be like little Decepticons sitting in the corner. Oh, but if they would do that, man, oh, that'd uh, be kind of fun. <laughs> Right but, up to right up to the point it stabs you in the face with an antenna. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> but he he. Okay. The, the pretty looking stuff. I I don't even know if I call it pretty. I I would call it like aggressively artistic. Is that ouch? Is that good? No. Oh come on. I I like aggressively artistic. But anyway. Sorry uh, to all my art major friends out there. <laughs> it's a design thing, not art. Oh, anyway. Form follows uh, function. <laughs> but anyway, the consumer grade stuff uh, generally causes us as MSPs and, you know, managed service uh, folks coming in and trying to fix issues. Nothing but headaches. Uh, first off, we got to spend a lot of time explaining why you shouldn't have bought this thing in the first place. 
because I we always seem to have that conversation. Well, I bought it, and the and the kid down there said it was the best one because he uses it all the time to play video games on. Yeah, you're not if you're playing video games at work. I want to know what you do for a living because uh, I, I want to do it. Yeah, yeah. can I come <laughs> join you? That'd be awesome. I am much more of I want reliability, I want quality, and I want it to just work. I don't need it to, you know, try to do everything in a box. I don't necessarily need that. If you want everything in a box, look at Unify. That's that's the best that is your best friend for micro business and small businesses, things like Unify. Uh, somebody recommended Ingenious to me the other day. I haven't really dug into them in a while. We used to use them and they definitely had their strengths. Yes. But like most things, it's not good for everything. I mean, right, okay, yeah. think think about it this way. I'm going to drive to work. Uh, if I were a normal person living in like Council Bluffs, okay, I have a 10-minute drive. No big deal. Am I going to buy a big old truck with four-wheel drive and, and all this other stuff that's more geared for off-roading? Or am I going to buy a sedan that's going to get relatively decent fuel economy and you know not going to cost me a, a fortune well on the flip side to that is you know if you do live in in the midwest like we do four-wheel drive is your friend oh so. yes absolutely especially on a day like today yes. where you know we drive in from walnut and right it was a little precarious this morning four-wheel drive is great but i'm talking you know are you going to get an off-roading monster dirt flying machine Dirt flying machine. Or in the case of Jana, a Lamborghini with tractor tires. Ah. It's a, it's a use case scenario. Yes. You, you got to find the right tool for the job. Yeah. And, and that's, that's really what it comes down to is most of the consumer grade stuff has one primary function, which people don't realize. And that primary function is how cheap can we build this thing and still make money? Uh, you have to understand if you buy a $50 access point it's really only probably about ten dollars worth of hardware and software the rest of that is paying off all the people who sell this stuff to you um, when you start looking at more of the consumer uh, consumer versus business side uh, or the commercial side as we call it the commercial side is much more robust yes it costs a little bit more yes it doesn't look as pretty but it's not meant to look pretty. It's meant to work. Um, now, that being said, the Unify stuff is kind of pretty. Some of the Ruckus stuff is kind of pretty. Some of the Cisco stuff is kind of pretty. But for the most part, it's just ugly boxes. <laughs> but sometimes when you look at form follows function, and yes, I'm yeah. a former art major, sometimes the super functional stuff that you need to help run your business isn't going to look so pretty. No. And, you know... That's okay. It'll look like me in the morning. <laughs> Let's not go there. You know, functional, but not real pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm losing it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so, you know, for, for some of your, your hardware that it doesn't matter what it looks like so much because you've got it in a server closet on a rack, you know, your, your switches, you know, it's fine. It doesn't necessarily need to look pretty. For the stuff that you have out in the open, like an access point that's going to be either on the wall, on the ceiling, whatever, whatever, sorry. Um, Make it disappear if you can. Yeah, ideally. I mean, you don't necessarily need to use it. And especially if you're in a commercial space with a lot of traffic, it may be more beneficial to 
put it out of the way anyway for fear of potential vandalism, but that's a whole different topic depending on what sort of market you're in. Yeah. So. And, and honestly, if you have vandalism issues and that kind of deal, find a find a partner who can help you physically secure this stuff. Um, they make special enclosures mm-hmm. for APs. They make special wall rack enclosures for your switching. Caging. Um, caging. Um, so physical security, that's a whole other podcast, but we'll talk about that later. But anyway, consumer. The biggest problem I have with consumer is almost every customer I've seen with consumer either has the stuff randomly fail because they've had it for three, four years and it's only as good as its warranty. That's what I keep trying to get across to most people is look at the warranty. If the warranty is a one-year warranty, the manufacturer actually expects you to throw it away after a year. Or in some cases, a 90-day warranty, which just makes me cringe. Well, and they expect you to throw it away after three months. Oh, yeah. You know, This is where you get your $500 computers is there's really no warranty. That's 90 days. We promise it'll turn on for 90 days. After that, you're on your own. But a good machine anymore, a good desktop machine comes with a three-year warranty. A good switch comes with a three to five-year warranty. A good server comes with a three to five-year warranty. Anything you go out and buy and it says 90 days on it, forget it. What, what, why are you even wasting your time? Not for a business. Um, just don't. They just don't. Honestly, the manufacturer expects it to last as long as a warranty. Talk to any manufacturer. That's what they'll tell you. Okay? It's as good as its warranty. Um, so if you're going to go buy a whole new office wireless solution and you got to have like four APs, one, it's best if you can get them all so they have a single control point so they do all function together. But two, you know, if you go buy the cheapest thing in the world, they're just going to sit and scream at each other and they're kind of sort of going to work, but not always. Because there's been a lot of times I'm like, oh, here's your problem. And I end up unplugging half of the company's APs because they're conflicting with each other. So here again. Go find an MSP. Go find a partner who who excels at this kind of stuff, and they'll they'll help get you hooked up. But consumer grade stuff, honestly, my recommendation anytime I see computer stuff or com- uh, consumer stuff, is yeah, you need to throw all this away and start over. Um, if I ever see a computer with Windows Home at a business, that is my first reaction is we need to upgrade this. Well, it's There's no reason anybody running a business should be running Windows Home on their computer. Well, it doesn't integrate with anything. For starters, that's not appropriate license usage. It is not appropriate license usage. If, um, if you're running Windows Home, okay, mm-hmm. newsflash for all you, you businesses who may not know this, I'm sorry to tell you, if you're using Windows Home, you're in violation of your license agreement, I think. I don't know if Windows Home would have a win- a violation. The biggest violation I see is with Office. When I see uh, yes. uh, student and, and home uh, office installed at businesses, if you look at the licensing agreement on that, you're actually not legally allowed to use it. Any student bought software, anything bought on a student discount, uh, yeah, you're not allowed to use it in your business. Plain and simple. That's the reason it's so cheap. Um, the reason it's cheap is they want to get students using it, comfortable with it. So when they go on to go work at a business, then uh, they're going to say, hey, I'm familiar with Adobe. I'm familiar with you know Office. And they're going to say, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Boss, I need Office in order to do my job. Um, and so, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Boss goes, okay, fine. And they go buy the business version of Office. Which, if you think about it, is... A brilliant marketing ploy, but also keep in mind that students have no money 
Yes. So yeah. it's part marketing ploy, part being kind of nice. I think it's mostly marketing ploy. Probably, but... I, I don't know of too many companies that I look at nowadays going, oh, they're just so nice. Hey, there are some of us out there. Well, okay. <laughs> Large companies. There know. are some out there. Okay, name two. That's another episode. <laughs> That's the, Okay, I'm not even going there then. <laughs> so point being... Uh, yeah. When when you talk about consumer versus commercial, yeah. we're not just talking hardware. No. Yes, that is a lot of the issue because, yes, you go to those big box chain, you know, uh, uh, resellers, and there's nothing. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with consumer. Just don't buy it for your business, please. It's right. not appropriate. A, it comes loaded with a whole lot of what we call bloatware. Extra stuff on the machine that you simply don't need that's just going to bog down your processes. Or try to sell you stuff. Or try to sell you stuff. And I'm, you know, quite burnt out on ads at this point. But it's it's not worth its weight in what you paid for it. Right. It's, it's really not. What you want to do, and again, this is why if you have an MSP or you're looking for an MSP, you talk with them. Use them as a consultant. They are your expert, your knowledge points. They're going to know if they've been doing this for any any length of time, they're going to know what's good. They're going right. to know what works, especially depending, you know, if you're using it for CAD use, if you're using it for business use, if you're using it for Photoshop and, and Illustrator and that kind of stuff. They're going to know what machine works mm -hmm. best for mm -hmm. that particular usage. Yeah, Absolutely. And licensing as well, for that yeah. matter. Oh, yeah. For the love of Pete, stop buying a cheap machine and trying to make your, your poor drafters work on it. It's just, I, I, I cringe because here's, here's a dirty little secret of computing. You need to buy enough computer to match what your employee's job is. If they're doing rendering of any kind, CAD of any kind, that kind of deal, you need to get a high-end machine. And you're going to save money. And here's how you save money. The way you save money is the fact that they are not sitting there waiting for it to render. They're not sitting there waiting for it to catch up to them. They're doing their job as opposed to just sitting there because, you know, time is money when you have employees. That's that's exactly what employees are is I give you money, you give me time. If you're underpowered, you're not productive. Yep. So make sure you have a proper machine for your CAD type people. A, a i3 with 8 gigs of RAM is not going to cut it, folks. Yes, you can kind of sort of shove AutoCAD on there. No, don't even try, please. But Just don't. everybody's going to be unhappy. <laughs> and you're going to be unhappy at your employee because you can't figure out why they aren't producing. Well, they aren't producing because the machine's junk. But anyway, consumer grade. Uh, so a lot of times uh, I always love that, well, I got a great deal on this. It was $300 with a monitor. Uh, yeah, just throw that away. Don't, don't even bother. I know you're going to immediately come back and say, well, Jesus, performance on this thing stinks. Well, yeah, it's got a Celeron processor, which is below an i3. Um, and, you know, as little RAM as in it as possible. And it may even still have what we call a sp spinning platter in it. It's no, not a solid state drive in there. Or it's going to be a very, very low end solid state drive. Now, we're talking like a $20 hard drive in this thing. They still sell hard drives for 20 bucks? Yeah, if you get like, uh, they aren't M.2s, but they're somewhat proprietary. You can get it, you see them a lot in the really low end laptops. 
Oh. Uh, it's basically just shy of a thumb drive in throughput. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, price-wise, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. When I do my research, I have never seen a $20 hard No, no, drive. no. I mean, it's not like you run out and buy these things. Okay. Uh, but on the really low-end laptops, we see these proprietary – I'm trying to remember what they're called, um, and I, follow, I apologize. I'm sure somebody will comment and say what it is. Um, and if you do, that's great. Yeah, please. please do. Uh, but it's, it's in these low-end laptops. They're pretty much difficult to get. Uh, and honestly, the laptop is like 150 bucks to 300 bucks to buy one of these laptops. If you're spending $300 on a laptop, don't take it somewhere to get fixed. Just throw it away and buy a new one. If you're spending $300 on a laptop, it should be a Chromebook or equivalent yes. type machine. And it should not be a full functioning actual work use right. laptop, traditional right. laptop. Right. Now, and, and there again, you're never going to find a business class machine outside of Chromebooks that uh, is going to cost 300 bucks. Uh, realistically, a, a mid-range laptop, and, and I'm sure this will age well, um, but a mid, <laughs> mid-range laptop for a common user should be around the $1,000 mark, folks. You know, the age of the six $700 laptop is kind of over. Uh, if you get a six $700 laptop now, it's either not going to have a warranty or it's going to be filled with low-end everything, and you're not going to get a lifespan out of it. If you spend about a thousand bucks, you should easily get three plus years out of that laptop. Um, if you buy a seven hundred dollar laptop, you're going to get a year and a half out of it, maybe. So you get what you pay for, even in IT. Still, I know that's hard to hear. Gamer laptops and that kind of deal, for the most part, don't recommend them for business. I've seen some people get gamer laptops simply because uh, they need the high-end video card. They need uh, X, Y, and Z. Um, there's a lot of times you can retrofit or even find a business class laptop that has the big video cards in it. I have a business class laptop. It's got a 3070 uh, NVIDIA graphics card in it. And a huge power brick. And a massive power brick came with it. You know, it's one of the few... Uh, I haven't had a this big a power brick since the good old days of HP and the ProBooks. Or no, the workstation. Z-book. The ZBook state workstation. I was going to yes. say, my, I had a ZBook. Oh, I think when we about first started the company. Well, so that was our go-to back then, yeah. Yeah, but my power brick. And, and granted, I'm looking at Jason's. It's sitting here on the desk right now. And, oh, that hurts my arm to lift it. It's a brick. Mine was actually bigger. Yeah. But... But I think that was also a higher wattage. This thing's like 300 watts. Yeah. So, but more computing power. Yeah. More, more bling in terms of your graphics card and whatnot. Yep. Yeah. So but if if you got to travel, keep that in mind too. Don't don't buy it if you don't need it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got this one. Uh, right now we're we're pretty big on Lenovo right now for laptops. We're pretty big on Nooks for uh for desktops, uh, or NUC depending on who you talk to. According to the webinar I had last week, it is Nook, even though I've been calling it Nook for years and Intel. I'm sorry. It's it's <laughs> it's a silly sounding it's, name. It's it's gonna take me a while. It may be a silly sounding name, but these Nooks, oh my gosh. If you have never seen one, if you've never used one, give me a call. I will be happy to show you mine. I I actually have two. I have the smaller one that's about six by six. And seriously, it's like Oh. Maybe an inch and a half thick, two inches thick. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, but it's a six by six square. Great computer. I think that one's an i7. Yeah. It works great. And I, they, they do also have the, uh, their quote unquote 
what do you call it? Uh, They're extreme enthusiasts kids. Enthusiasts or extreme kids, uh, yeah. I have an enthusiast now in my office, mm-hmm. which is, oh, I don't know my measurements, but I know you can't see my hands, but it's it's about that big. <laughs> yes, yeah, so hol- holding up dimensions with your hands I, is outstanding. I know, I'm, I'm trying to... <laughs> She she's saying it's about a foot. <laughs> I'm judging. She's she's holding up her hands at me, and it's about eight no, in, it's not a foot. Maybe it's about eight 10 inch. inches. Yeah, ten. Okay. okay. Anyway, so I mean, it's still not huge. No, it's still pretty reasonable, and it works with a visa mount on the back of my monitor, so it's nice and out of the way. But I'm talking the big. You're talking about the extreme kids. Extreme kids. Oh my gosh! I had the extreme pleasure of benching. Like four of these, three or four of these earlier this year, and it was fun. Oh, my gosh. I loved it. Somebody, please buy another one so I can bench another one. They're nice, big, heavy units, ideal for CAD. They actually have two PCI slots in it, can hold a ton of memory, all in a fairly small form factor with massive cooling fans. Mm, It's Um, like four or five of them. It is is a, a wonder to behold. And I, I highly recommend these things because it was a pleasure to work on. It was oh, basically yeah. toolless, and you could, you know, take it apart, put it back together very quickly. It's just a really cool little box. So if you want, if you want a, a quote unquote power PC, power gaming machine, high end CAD solution, get one of these monsters, one of these enthusiast machines, and they, they they're squared off, um, so they're big. Uh, well, but, they're they're not big. They're like no, they're like a foot by six inches by six inches. They're not no, very no, they're big. they're bigger than that. Okay. They're not as big as your traditional tower machine, but they are beefier because they do have good graphics cards in them. You can put good graphics cards in them. They come with integrated Intel integrated graphics. No, the one I got can, had one. It depends on the bundle. Well, true. As we sit and argue, this is what. Live podcasting is all about. Yeah, and if you haven't figured it out by now, Jason and I are married, so that might explain a few things. I don't know why she keeps bringing that up. Because it helps make things a little bit more clear. (laughs) But it totally depends on how you buy it. When I buy them, I buy the chassis, and then I buy the RAM and the hard drive separate. You can buy the graphic card separate. You don't necessarily have to. I think this one already had it with it, and the price was good. But man, seriously, I had so much fun benching these. Most of the extreme nooks, uh, they come with the integrated, uh, you know, the UHD graphics, uh, which for those of us who've used it, great for business. I wouldn't want to play video games on it necessarily, uh, but great for business. I don't know if I'd want to do high-end CAD on it, but low-end CAD works. Not Um, so much on the Adobe products. You're going to want something a little bit better. Yeah. But, It'll just know, make the ease of use ease it, it, better. It is what it is. And, and the Nook kits, uh, the the Nuck kits, the Intel Nuck kits, when you get them, if you get most of them, don't ship with RAM, so you got to put RAM in them. So keep this in mind when you see the price. You got to add RAM, got to add a hard drive. Um, a lot of times you got to stick a video card in um, if you are building a CAD station. Otherwise, the integrated Intel works pretty well from from what we've seen. Um, so. The dimensions on it, because uh, you know, I had to look because Jessica said something. Um, it's it's five inches by five inches by fourteen inches deep. Okay. Okay. So it's big enough to house the video card. Oh yeah. Is really what it's about, and that's why it's a little bit bigger. But yeah, you can easily stick a nice high end video card in there. You could easily put a three ninety in if you want to go crazy. And 
the cool thing is it comes with 10 gig Ethernet built in. It comes with Wi-Fi mm-hmm. uh, AX or Wi-Fi 6, depending on what marketing material you're looking at at the day. And um, which one you're a fan of. And it comes with a, a, a normally an i7 or an i9. Um, the one I'm staring at right now, it comes with a 12700 i7 for uh, less than 1200 bucks. Now, keep in mind, no RAM, nothing like that. But it's a high-end box, good processor, great chipset. Probably Intel out of all the desktops, out of the Dells and HPs and that kind of deal that I've had to reload. The Intels are by far the easiest one to load the OS on because most of the chipset is already built into Windows. So you just install Windows and everything's pretty much there. There's a couple of them that do have one-off chipsets that you have to download. But it's installing one chipset, not like a dozen or more. Yeah. You know? All the ones, okay, I shouldn't say all. I think all but maybe one of the ones that I've ever had to load the operating system on, it's just been super. I mean, you you put right. it on a flash drive, plug it in, it just goes. All right, we kind of turned this into a Intel Nook podcast, and I did not mean to. Intel, if you're listening, I love you. Yeah. And, and you know, we, 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 always, uh, we always take tips, uh, you know world cruises and that kind of stuff are always welcome. <laughs> uh, but no, we get passionate about certain things. We, we're the point of the podcast circling back to that. Yay. Um, is consumer grade is great for home. Okay. If you need a single unit to support your house, go consumer grade. Yay. You put it in, it dies, you throw it away, you buy another one. That's what consumer grade is all about. If you need it for your day-to-day, you need it to have reliable throughput all the time, you need to have reliability, just period, you want to buy a commercial-grade product. You know, you're not going to go to use just as an analogy and other big words that Jason can't pronounce. Um, If you want to use just as an analogy from earlier, you know, if... You look at having to haul a large amount of stuff, a.k.a. a CAD workstation, you're going to go buy a Super Duty type pickup. You know, you're going to buy a 3500, 350, whatever brand that you love. And that's going to get you there. Now, yes, her sedan can get you there as well, but you're probably going to have to make a lot more trips. It's going to take a lot longer. You need to build out what your end user needs. The other thing is you need a work vehicle. You don't need a commuter vehicle, okay? If you're going to use it for more, laptop and desktop speaking, if you're going to use it for more than two hours a day, go commercial. It's got a higher reliability rating, Mm -hmm. higher dependability rating. And and a lot of times, yes, you are going to have to get away from the big box store. Um, You're going to have to go onto Lenovo's website, Dell's website, that kind of deal. Um, and order your machine direct or find your local partner and your local partner will be able to get the machine ordered, pulled in for you. And a lot of times there's extra services that will come along with that. You know, they'll help you out getting it ready, that kind of deal. Yes, you can't just run down and pick it up. I get that. I understand convenience, but your convenience of running down and picking something up versus having something that's going to work. Yeah, I I would wait a day. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, I'd wait two days. And honestly, if you're to the point where you're having to emergency buy a machine, 
what what happened? How did you get to that yeah. situation? <laughs> we need to review that. Yeah. But the other thing to consider when you talk commercial laptops, commercial desktops, and I don't know if this is the case with consumer because quite honestly, I don't usually look at those lines, but with commercial grade hardware, you have extended warranty options. Yes. You, you, you have, have um, yeah. with laptops especially, you have things like accidental protection, mm -hmm. ADP, mm -hmm. which tip for all of you K-12 and higher ed um, agencies out there, if you're doing Chromebooks, if you're doing laptops, whatever, get the accidental protection option because then you're not sitting there at school fixing laptops all day. You mail it in, they take care of it for you. It's all good and you're not, you don't have a stock of a whole bunch of other stuff. Just my little tip for today. But you have, you know, you have your extended warranties, one, three, four, or five years, something like that. And, you know, depending on who's using it and what it's being used for, that can come in handy. And a lot of times they're not a huge amount more that you're going to be paying out on your laptop. No. Yeah, it could save you a hundred bucks. Yeah, more, usually. Yeah. But I mean, think about how it could potentially save you hundreds in the end. Mm -hmm. So look at what you need. Really take a deep dive. Talk with your MSP. Talk with your IT department. Talk with whoever you need to. Talk to a trusted resource. Really take a deep dive, vet your options, and make an informed decision. Yep. So, yep. So that's that's pretty much our the gist of it. You know, stop buying junk. You're just going to throw it away. Buy something that, if it's for your business, you need it to just be reliable. Make um, the investment. Make the investment. Spend the money. Find something that's growable. You know, for micro businesses and that kind of deal, it's, it's really hard not to go unify. But... Uh, there's a lot of other great companies out there that sell small business, micro business type equipment. I know, uh, like I said, I know Cisco has some stuff. I know, well, I guess they call it Meraki now. Yeah, All Cisco Meraki. All business stuff is Meraki. Uh, but, you know, it, find a solution that you like and you feel you can grow with. Integrations are becoming more and more of a thing. I'm seeing it with pretty much across the board, even uh, and. Uh, the only reason I keep bringing up in Ubiquity is it's on the ceiling here. So every time I look up, I see their brand. Oh, um, hey, it is. <laughs> but uh, and it's pretty too. You know, the, the Ubiquity is a great business in a box type solution. Uh, it has, you know, a, something called a dream machine. I recommend you get the biggest one you can get. Um, it has a little switch built in. You add a secondary PoE switch to that. And on top of that little box, now you can plug in things like door security where you can have card readers for your doors. You got the wireless, you got a basic firewall. You know, it, it, there are limits folks, uh, but it has a basic firewall. It has a camera solution. So you can do your unified camera solution as well. And it all fits in one nice little box. And for a micro business, I honestly can't think of anything that fits better. And most small businesses, I can't really think of anything if they want everything in a box. I can't think of anything much better. Here's a quick little side note. Yeah. If you're not super familiar with us yet, and you will be soon, hopefully, we dog food Everything. what we sell, which means we use this stuff in-house. We use Ubiquity in-house. We have APs. We have 
Uh, I think we have some switches and stuff. Yep. We use the Intel NUX. Um, we have several of them. We use we, Lenovo and HP laptops. We use a variety of stuff. We have we have Aruba and Ruckus switching as well. Yes. Yeah. So when we get passionate about the stuff like this, it's because we use it. We know it. We've yeah. seen it in action. And if I don't have to think about it, it's a good day. That's very true. So. But that's why we get so passionate because we we know this stuff. It's it's in our wheelhouse. We love it. We you know if we didn't like it, we wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing I'm going to throw out there is this is podcast. This is going to be going for a long time, hopefully. And what we love this year, we're not going to love next year. Uh, we're not going to love two years or three years out. Technology changes. There is a lot of product that I would have adamantly recommended three years ago that I won't even touch now. Uh, it's just because. Things have happened with the company. Things have happened with their manufacturing process. Uh, they've upgraded softwares. And now it's turned into this is the best thing ever to eh, it's okay, but there's better stuff out there. Um, As new players come to the game yeah. and technology continues to evolve, the manufacturer landscape, the hardware, software, all of that, that's going to change. Yep. So keep in mind what you're using today may not be the best option tomorrow, which is why we are constantly vetting new manufacturers, new options, new everything. So be patient. It's going to shift, but shifting is not always a bad thing. Yeah. And you know, everybody has their favorites. I know a lot of people who are adamantly diehard Meraki and I'm not a massive Meraki fan. They have Um, their uses in the right circumstance, but I, I, I mean, I think the product is decent. I just don't like their licensing. Anyway, we're getting way off topic. Uh, as as we do. Sorry. Look, we found some weeds over here, and they're really cool. So Ooh, we wanted to talk about them for a while. <laughs> but anyway, we're, we're at the end of the podcast. Uh, so it really boils down to, you know, when you're doing IT for business, you want to buy business-type items. You don't want to buy that home printer. You don't want to buy that, uh, you know, $50 Wi-Fi router thinking it's going to keep you secure. You need to spend a little bit of money. And yes, I know that's painful, especially for new businesses. But, you know, spending four or $500 more and getting the right stuff right out of the gate is going to save you a lot of money down the road. Especially where security is concerned. That's yeah. not something you want to mess around with. You want to get the right thing and mitigate as many risks as humanly possible. Right. And you're going to hear me say that a lot because it's it's the truth. I mean, we're dealing with a very, very weird cybersecurity landscape right now. In, in most, most, you know, most consumer-grade firewalls, I don't recommend a single one of them. I have yet to see one that just blew my mind yet. The business class stuff, yep, it costs a lot more, but there's a reason. It's going to save your bacon in the end. Yep. And I've seen a lot of, oh my gosh, we got hijacked. And it's like, well, what'd you have for a firewall? Well, we had what the telephone company gave us. Or we had what I ran down to this one place that has really good buys um, and, and bought what they recommended. Well, the problem is those are missing some key features that you're looking for in security nowadays. So consumer is not going to protect you the way that it should. Consumer is designed to protect a home user, not a business. So please take care of yourself, protect yourself, spend a little bit of money, and you're going to be a much happier person in the long run. And your business is not going to be constantly having issues of, oh, everything's down. 
Now what are we going to do with all these employees staring at each other for eight hours? So that being said, I have nothing left on this topic because I'm tired and, um, and uh, just as sick of staring at me. I can tell just looking at her. I'm always sick of staring at you. <laughs> Love you. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I know how I look, so it's fine. But anyway, uh, that's it for me from Think Space IT. I'm Jason. And I'm Jessa. And we hope to talk to you soon. Bye. If you like what you heard in this podcast, or heck, even if you didn't, check out our other episodes on virtually any streaming podcast service. You can also get social with us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And most importantly, check out our website at thinkspaceit.com.